you're always champion until you decide to say, now I'm just a retired champion. So you, you know, and that goes back to practice, really. Role play, scripting, practicing your presentation, practicing on the clients. You know, champions don't just, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, they weren't just doing foul shots when they were winning all the time. They were doing foul shots when they were losing, when they were trying, when they were on the, the ascension. That's right. Welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We're here with the AJ Plant, is a regional owner with Exit Realty Corp on the Eastern Ontario territory, which extends all the way over almost, you said about 15 miles from Toronto. Yeah, close to Toronto. Yeah, from okay. the Quebec border to close to Toronto. All right, and he's got 16 franchises under his domain and, and growing plenty of agents. And and now you said something earlier uh, before, and I want to want to I want to touch on it before I forget. You said you're, you're, you have franchises, you have brokerages selling three, doing 3,000 transactions in, a, in an area with only 90,000. Well, right across Canada, in my, in my region, my, my uh, offices are doing north of 14, 1,500. In the east coast of Canada, uh, we have, there's an office there, Moncton, New Brunswick, that's over 3,000 with a 90,000 population. We have offices where the agents are doing up north in Kristen Trembinski's territory. She does the same thing as me. Uh, her office is doing 33 or 36 transactions per agent, number one market share, and they're one quarter of the board. And this is not a this is not a one-off. All of our offices are in the top three. There's there's not an office that's not. So that's like for market share. I mean, you're you're dominating. Yeah, we're. If you're looking at the and this is what's important. If you're looking at the transactions per agent, income per agent, residual income per agent. We're number one, 10X. Okay. Right? Now, if you're looking at number of agents, we don't dominate the boards in most territories, but per agent, cash in your genes, we are the best. And I think that's that's important to note. So so there are a lot of, you know, you know, everyone knows that I'm I'm an exit franchisee. I love exit, I bleed teal. Uh, but I, you know, I talk to people and meet with people and, and network definitely with people with from all different brands. And and if you're looking at, like you said, dollars in your pocket um, per agent production, you know, you can be in, in an office or you can grow an office with lots of agent count. And I've had that personally, you know, but are the agents actually working at the end of the day? And so what do you what do you think the difference? I mean, what do you do differently? How can you have an agent, an office that has, you know, like 300 agents and, and, and another office that has 50 agents and the office with 50 agents do more than the. 300, I mean, how do you, what do you attribute that? What do you, what are you doing that's different? So the first thing is I'm just using the tools that are available to me with Exit Realty. Our founder, Steve Morris, he said very blunt at the, when the first time I met him is that the agents are the foundation of everything. The agents are what's number one. So now being agent centric, you're always trying to build up the agents, right? You get the good agents, guess what? You get the good business, you get the good return on investment, you get the good bottom line. So the focus is on the good agents. Now, the agents that are newer or that are struggling, now we go, we can't save everyone, but we can help them. Okay. And the agents that are brand new or just, just, just there, but they're just not in the right environment, when we bring them in and they understand that we're there to help them and our focus is on them, it's not on me, it's on them, 
then they rise to the occasion. And that's a mindset shift that no other company has. It's not rah-rah. It's I'm getting into your brain. I'm going to rearrange the, the work, that the stuff that's going on there and get you to understand that you have the potential to be great to whatever level you want to be. That's where it starts. And then we have the exit formula. As you know, you know it's the only company where you can earn more than 10%. But once you get that, the top 20 or 30% that clue in and they realize that now I have a future for me, for my family past death, how can you not succeed? Right. So, so it's a bit of a, bit of a, I mean, it's going to, it's some work. It's a, it's a, it's a little bit of a mind. Oh yeah, I know it's super easy. I just, it's, I do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. 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 It's work. You got to yeah. do work, right? So, okay. So yeah, Step because you got to work. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, regardless of where they go, they get into real estate and they just see HGTV. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and it does a good job of letting it, let you know what you have to do every day. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, it's it is actually work. It's not all caviar and champagne. That's right. It's mostly not caviar and champagne. It's mostly getting up early, staying up late, um, and actually just putting in the work. That's right. You know, and I think that's with anything, whether it's real estate business, whether it's a restaurant, a beauty salon, whatever business it is, you do have to do the work. And you got to remember that what happens is that people forget they set their goals, right? And they think that the goal is the happiness. Oh, I hit my goal. Now I'm happy. Well, it's, it's the process. I'm not a fan of the, you know, I'm on a journey and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But to me, a journey is throwing uh, a cork in a pool and watching it float or coke, you know, setting up a boat in the water and seeing where it goes. Right. That's, that's a journey. The process is what you have to fall in love with. The process of getting up, doing your calls, following up your clients, helping individuals, the process is the magic. The goal is just the goal. And you got you to have a direction to go where right. you're going. But the process, if you can, or process in the southern states maybe, um, the process is what you fall in love with. And the biggest challenge I see, which is the biggest opportunity, as our co-founder, Tammy Bonell says, is that agents, whatever company, they don't set their goals high enough. Yeah, you almost have to set your goals so high that they're unachievable. Oh, you think? Why not? Yeah, expanding your, your we, I do an exercise in the office called, you know, big circle, little circle. Yeah. Most of us live in this little circle of basically self-limiting beliefs. And so, you know, one of my mentors, uh, Tom Ferry, always says, you know, you're not thinking big enough. That's good. That's you good. Know, you're not thinking big enough. Yeah, say hi to Tom for me. Oh, that's I, how I got my cold calling career started in 2004 was with Tom Ferry. Oh, really? Oh, and that's wow. how I met Chris Clare. Okay. And that's how I introduced Chris Clare to Exit. Wow, small world. See, I didn't, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, no. actually, I'm, I'm helping Americans as much as I'm helping yeah, Canadians. He was actually was with, in San Diego last week uh, oh, at a team event with uh, with Tom. And, uh, he's so, amazing. That's where I met Chris Clare. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he called yeah. me up and he says, uh, I kept saying, you got to join Exit, but there's no Exit office in California. Got to join. And he calls, and I said, well, then you're going to buy a franchise. Then he calls me up. And Chris, you know Chris, he's a mm -hmm. character. And he calls me and he says, um, I got I might, I might, got an opportunity to buy a franchise. I said, if you don't buy the franchise, don't call me again. You're dead to me. And I hung up on him. And I was like, oh, I don't know what it is. Right. And then he called me back and he's like, I signed. It's done. It's now he's done. got seven offices. Super successful guy. He's like rock star, like unbelievable individual. Wow. Yeah. I, I thrive to be as good as him. I strive to be as good as him. 
Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. So tell me on the topic of, I mean, you know, let's talk real. I'm sure, you know, and I don't want to rewind. Actually, before I do that, when did you first, I mean, w this was 2004, right? So we're going on 20 years. Yeah. Okay. So over the 20 years, you know, I think it's fortunately you were able to see the boom and then live through the, you know, and, and push yeah. through. I think that I actually think they were fortunate to have been able to do that because, you know, more than, uh, well, about 60% of all agents have only been licensed since 2010. That's right. So they don't even know, you know, they, it's only been going up yeah, it's and, been good. and and gravy and, 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 you know, and if you feed into the media, I mean, what the Canada real estate market has been crashing for like 17 years, right? Well, there's, you know, I don't know where this is. Like, like, Canada's been like really, we're grateful. It's been like, it's but, so, the, but the media, well, have you know, but it's crazy because I like, I don't know, everybody's making money. It seems right. to be going good. <laughs> but if you subscribe to the headlines, yeah. which, you know, unfortunately, you know, some agents, even in our, in our, in our business and our company are subscribing to the headlines, you know, they're, 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 they're doing their, they're doing themselves and doing their clients a disservice. Uh, as opposed to focus on the local, the local market. Yeah, hundred percent. All right. So we got normally we have the quote of the day, but AJ is going to give us the quote of the day. So this is the only quote I've invented. This is the only one I have. Okay. Right. So I know that now that I've said it to you, I'm going to say it to you. It's going to go out to the world. And no one can steal it. So there are more ways to make money than there actually is money in the world. All right. There are more ways to make money than there actually is money in the world. You heard it here first, AJ Plant. That's our quote of the day. And there's a lot of ways that, uh, it's interesting because 2004 was actually, well, let's say 2005 was like the pandemic years, two years. Yeah. There were multiple offers. It was busy. It was nuts. And then we fell into 2007, 2008. Well, we felt it in Canada, but it wasn't the same because the banking system is different. Yeah. And then we go through the pandemic and everybody's making money. And then I'm just thinking that, you know, it's, it's for the top 20% or 10% or whatever stat you want to use for the, for the full-time agents. It's just like, okay, now I can call my investors because there's going to be some deals. Oh, market's hot. Well, then I'm going to get my investors that have stuff and see if they can cash in. So when it goes down, then, it, then they get results. So the ones that are, the, the champions are always champions. You know, you can, uh, it's funny because I saw that, those series on uh, Michael Jordan, these guys. And, you know, and then I watched this movie uh, called uh, uh, Amistad. Or so, uh, anyways, and there's a line in it that says, when you're king, you can't not be king. When you're president, you're always president. And when you're a champion, you're always champion. Right. And that's how the champions think. doesn't matter the market because it's between the ears, as Bill Nasby says or said. Um, you're always champion until you decide to say, no, I'm just a retired champion. So you, so you, so you throw it. Yeah, and that's what people, it's so, you know, and that goes back to practice, really. Role play, scripting, practicing your presentation, not practicing on the clients. You know, champions don't just, you know, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, those, they weren't just doing foul shots when they were winning all the time. They were doing foul shots when they were losing, when they were trying, when they were on the, the ascension. That's right. And the, and you know, you know, from experience that, you know, that the, it, it's a simple business. Find a buyer, find a willing seller, put them together, do a deal, get paid. But it's the simple things, right? Get up in the morning, do what you got to do, practice your scripts. You know, you got to memorize them, internalize them, and then personalize them. You know, if you look on my phone, I have the elevator speech on there. I got 60 minutes on there. I got stuff that Joyce Barone's told me over the years on there. I got stuff from Tom Ferry, Gil Nasby. I know my scripts. And people, oh, you're so good at it. No, I grinded it out and I looked like a fool a hundred times. 
before I said it right. Yeah. Over and over and over. And if you could just get, you know, out of this this set, this talk we're doing, if if the people that are listening could just get one thing, become an expert at something. And if that's scripts, if you could become an expert at one or two scripts, and that's all you were an expert at, you're going to do 80, 80% better than you did the year before. Just to be able to respond to people. So how's the market? Well, where do you live? Right? Oh, well, oh I live here. Oh, what, what neighborhood? Oh, what street? When do you plan on moving? How long have you lived there? Where'd you move from? You couldn't move. Where'd you move to? When would that be? And have that conversation and understand how that language, how that communication works. Just that, you're going to add a zero to your income. Just that. Yeah, but I think, yeah, but but a lot of people want to try to do a little bit, you know, on their business card, I specialize in first-time home buyers, investors, home sellers, luxury, you know, rentals. Like, you can't be, a, you know, one size fits all. I think when you when you when you drill deep and like you said, be be an expert in one thing and then move to the next thing. That's it. And then be an expert in this. That's right. That's right. So it's uh it's an interesting dynamic with real estate because people have a tendency to overcomplicate myself included. I've gone all over the place. I was talking to some young agents the other day or last night and I said, Look at the only the only thing I'm really good at, the only things is I'm good at grinding it out, which is like wrong. But I can grind it out, get up early, grind it, grind it, grind it, be told no a hundred thousand times, and I keep grinding it out, and I know how to talk to strangers. That's really all I'm good at. I'm good at I'm good at talking, chatting. Right. That's it. So once I realize that if I just stay in that lane and be an expert at that, then all of a sudden things started to happen. But do this, do that, it just is too much. It's just too much. One or two things. Yeah, well, you're good at a lot. I mean, you're on the, you're on the stage getting the words. They said your name like four times back to back in four different categories. So I mean, you one, three, three. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. doing more than more than one. I'm very right. grateful to have that. But, yeah, that's but, so. What's the what's the 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 kind of the the craziest or wildest situation that you've seen? Whether it was a a client situation, whether it was a an agent scenario. What would tell tell us share a story like that? Like a real now, I grew up in a really in the Canada Ottawa standards where I live in Ottawa, a really rough neighborhood. So I got a lot of crazy stories, but I have one story that that really like pierced my heart. Now I don't sell real estate very much anymore. The odd friends, you know, my family members, like hey Jay, but there was this two years ago. There was a family, and uh, my friend begged me to work with them, and it was impossible for them to get this house in their price range in the neighborhood. Markets at its peak, and this little girl, they're the, the family's from Romania, and she had a cute little accent. She says, "I want a house with a star in her accent. I want a house with a star. I can't do the accent." And I, okay, whatever. And mom kind of dismissed it, and so we went around saw houses. We put an offer on a house, and um, impossible to get. Like everyone was twenty, fifty, a hundred thousand over asking. We went in and asking, and for some strange reason, I tried to put letters. We got the house. I, I don't know why. Anyways, we go to the house and we walk by and the little girl, about five years old, looks up at the garage, detached garage, and there's a about the, twice, three times the size of a basketball hoop, a big bronze star Wow! on the garage. And she looks up and she says, thank you for getting my star house. And she walks into the house. And I look at the mother and the father and what? 
and the realtor and the seller were there from the other side. And I said, has this star been here the whole time? They're like, yeah, it's been here since our grandfather built the house. And we wanted to ask you, is it okay if we leave it here? And then I told them the story of the little girl. And they said, you know what? Your offer was lower than everyone's. It was not a very good offer, but there was something that just kept saying, we want this family. And they never met them to have this house. Wow. So that got me even more motivated to focus on selling franchises because if I can sell, if I can open more markets and if I can get more solid brokers and more real estate agents and tell that story, I can help so many people through them. And it just goes to show that innocence, looking up and saying, I want a house with a star. And then when she got there, she looked up as if it was expected. Yeah. She assumed the position and she's like, oh, thank you for this house, the star house and walk back in. And it's not a crazy story, but it's a story that, you know, made me realize that this business, because it's so personal, we have the opportunity to help so many great people. And if I could help a billion people, imagine how I'm going to feel on my deathbed, knowing that in my own little corner of the universe, I was able to help more people than I could ever imagine. Right. And, and I think, and that's a good point. I think, and I get the two things from that story. One is, is what you're saying in terms of working as a regional owner and, and selling in franchise sales as an agent, you know, you can sell, you can help what 50, a hundred families a year, you know, with, as a solo person, but if you could get five or 10 franchises and they all have 30, 50, and then they each have are helping 50, a hundred. I mean, it, it, it's exponential. It, it never stops in terms of how many lives you can actually affect. And I clued into, I got to stay in my lane and be focused from a five-year-old girl from another country. Yeah. And I'll say that's faith. I mean, and, and we could, we could all learn a lesson from that in that if at five years old, innocence, she knew what she wanted. And, and in her way, she affected the trend, the outcome of the transaction in her way. You could do that at five, at 35, at 55. And imagine if you knew about it. Yeah. We're a little more jaded. Yeah. You know, say, oh, it'll never happen. I know that's what I want. We're, you know, we could, can almost talk ourselves out of it because, oh, we're the lowest offer. We'll, we'll never get it. I mean, watch. Oh, the parents, the parents were like, okay, well, so, okay, just do the offer. What the heck, you know? Okay, we'll do the offer. But the little girl, she knew this was her house. And I didn't even, I didn't, I didn't even notice the star. That was what blew my mind. And the, oh, and the little girl, she didn't see the star either. She wasn't there on the show on. That's pretty cool. That's a cool story. So that's my story. Well, let me ask you if, if we wanted to, well, before I do, what, what tell, I mean, what is your, what do you do outside of real estate? I mean, you can't yeah. do real estate all the time, but what do you, yeah, so I, uh, my, my wife owns a dental office. She's like some super amazing business person, runs a successful dental office. Uh, my 19 year old son plays junior A hockey. Uh, uh and, he, and he's studying to be a doctor. He's in kinesiology. My 17 year old is, uh, Hardest worker by far ever I, I've ever seen in my life. 
this summer she made like 15 grand shoveling stuff for horses and working part-time jobs and okay. uh, works like a dog and she wants to get into business, which is great. And she horseback she got guy. The work, work oh, yeah. for it. 12 year old, she's actually playing hockey right now. She plays soccer, volleyball, and uh, she lights up a room like you wouldn't believe. She walks in and everyone loves her. And then my six year old, she is just, um, she does hockey and soccer, but uh, uh, like, like an energizer bunny. Never stops. Just go, 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 go. So that's my pool. So I, 19, 17, 13, and six. And six. Uh, you got 12 and six. So you got four like me. Four like that. So there, yeah. yeah. So that's that's where my 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 love is. Uh, on the side, my wife uh, over the pandemic, she just before the pandemic, she said I had to get a a, a hobby. So I decided to buy a hockey team. In, okay. In, Ottawa, in uh, Gatineau, and it's uh, junior A. It's like a it's like the USBHL here in in, in the US. Okay. And um, yeah, we got twenty seven volunteers working, and uh, they're actually playing tonight. So if we win tonight, we Break above 500, so I'm pretty excited for the team. It's tough. Yeah, and I got great coaches, GM, and great partners, and so that's what I do for fun. That's pretty cool. I mean, when, when it, you know, I'm I'm thinking you might pick up a little golf or something. You're <laughs> buying, buying hockey teams for for fun. That's good stuff. So if if I wanted to either start or I knew someone, and let's say we're watching this, and you say, hey, I, hey, I want to, you know, it sounds like a, like a great area, you know, Eastern Ontario. I live in that area. I'm an Asian in that area, or maybe I want to be an Asian, or I'm an I'm a broker or associate broker. I want to maybe own my own business, open a franchise, explore that market. How are we reaching? Yeah, so the easiest way of uh, AJ Plant on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter, AJ P-L-A-N-T. Okay. Uh, you can get my mobile business card if you uh, type in 85377 where the phone number goes. Okay. And in the message, you do AJ P-L-A-N-T, AJ Plant, uh, one, one word, and send that off. You get my mobile business card. And uh, you can also... Um, just give me a call, 613-266-4911. I don't know, do people okay. make phone calls anymore? They they do, they do. They're, they're probably more <laughs> likely to send you a message on Instagram. Or text me at that number. Yeah, and we'll, okay, so we can we can do a couple of things. We can send a text to 85377, text AJ Plan or AJ Plan on all the the, the the social channels. And then, or you said we can call or text you directly. What yeah. was that number again? 613-266-4911. All right, well, you're doing an awesome job spreading, I appreciate you spreading the word, spreading. Thank you for this. agents. I mean, that's what's most important, changing lives. I love the story about the little girl. Right and you know what? If um, if things were any better for me, I'd probably be you. <laughs> oh, well, I like that. <laughs> we'll close on that. Thanks, AJ.